The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of myself and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by this podcasting platform. The following content is controversial and might be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's been a vibe. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test fuck they implies. Locked in for the long run, no bunnies ever lie. If you wanna run, just tell me no bunny and glide. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test fuck they implies. Perfect, uh. Say that it ain't worth it, but it's working for us. But what they be talking about, not knowing what I'm buying about. Sunset, set the mood, what you ain't trying to find out. It's whatever space between the two, but long as we together. Make it through the struggle, see the day when we both shine forever. Since when we begin, it feel like you really made a It's been a fight. Fell in love with your first impression, and I can't lie. Pass with flying colors, every test, fuck they implies. Locked in for the long Now, before we jump into the episode, it is time for the cocktail of the day. Today's cocktail is what I consider an OG, the tequila sunrise. So for today, we're going to take two ounces of tequila, four ounces of orange juice, and three-fourth ounces of grenadine, ice, a cherry, two orange slices for garnish. So we're going to fill a highball glass with ice. We're going to pour our tequila and orange juice into our glass and stir. We're going to pour the grenadine into the corner of the drink. It will sink to the bottom. We're going to take the stirrer and we're going to gently stir for the sunrise effect. And we're going to garnish our glass with the orange slices and a cherry. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the cocktail of the day, the tequila sunrise. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of season three. Um, I have been trying to go back and forth about this episode and um, I am definitely delayed in bringing it to you guys um, on a timely matter. This morning at about 5.30, I made a post to my personal Facebook and um, my Wetlock Chronicles email. I mean, I'm sorry, Instagram that's connected to my Wetlock Chronicles Facebook. I received a few DMs, a few inbox messages, and a few um, text messages to my 
phone in regards to the post. This morning, I posted that this would probably be my last season of Wetlock Chronicles podcast. I'm saying this with a lot of confusion, um, a heavy heart, of course. And um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to express uh, myself in this moment. So just bear with me. I have been vulnerable through this entire journey. Um, I started this podcast because I wanted to tell this amazing love story. I wanted to put a positive spin on relationships with someone who is incarcerated. I wanted to be the voice of the women who are in these relationships with these men, you know, holding these men down and just be the reality of what it is really like, you know, not from what the TV shows you, not the reality shows that you see on TV that are totally scripted, but just to be on a real journey with someone who is in a relationship with an incarcerated person. And, um... I was so excited to go on this journey, you know, the love that, you know, I have been experiencing um, and the up and downs as well was something that I felt like I needed to share. I needed to share. I don't know why I was compelled to do it. The idea just came to me um, one day um, after so many different transfers and quarantines that he had been in and not hearing from him, excuse me, for, you know, weeks at a time or days at a time. And I just kept saying, I know that women, when they going through this, like how this actually feels. And it's a feeling that other people, other women would not quite understand unless they've been on this journey before or unless they're on this journey now. So I wanted to share this journey. I wanted to tell this story. I wanted to do a chronicle of everything that goes into a prison relationship, you know, how to maintain it, you know, in a healthy manner, the ups and downs that you're, that you, that you are on when you're dealing with someone incarcerated and how to just maneuver through them. I am new at this. So I felt as if it was going to be so raw and so genuine that people would really feel where I was coming from. I didn't mind being vulnerable. I didn't mind putting myself out there to share this story. Um, As time went on, I started really realizing that this podcast had a purpose. And all of you listeners out there who reached out to me made me understand that this podcast really did have a purpose. Um, I have been wanting to do podcasts for a couple of years now, and I started off with another podcast with several different co-hosts. Um, we would have weekly meetings, um, even thought about doing a pilot for it, but it just didn't stick. It didn't stick. And maybe a year or two went by after that. And I don't know, like that moment that I went through when Mike was transferred to Atlanta 
It was so overwhelming. It was so emotional. Um, all at the same time, there was a major federal lockdown where all of the federal prisons was on lockdown for days. Myself and my friend Demita almost became like a mini CNN because so many of you guys was reaching out to us, you know, just to keep talking you guys through it as as I was going through it, as she as an advocate was going through it. And um, I realized then like I needed to use this platform to tell my story and other people's story too. So... It's not easy for me to come on here today and say that my story is ending. Um, I love this man. I have loved him from the first day that we openly and honestly talked about our feelings for each other just in passing as friends. Um, I've never experienced this type of love before. It's very intense. It's very powerful. And I knew certain things that stuck out to me that this was my person. And I wanted to share that with the entire world. I wanted him to be able to come back when he got home and 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 hit play and hear from episode one all the way up until about what this relationship has meant to me. I also wanted him to hear just my side of things when it's hard to express to him. I wanted him to also hear how much empathy I have had for his entire situation, not just being incarcerated, but him as a man who has been incarcerated before, um, the struggles, the mental struggles, the emotional struggles that he has endured. And I wanted to continue this story on all the way up until he was able to sit next to me and tell his story. Um, I wanted it to be a success. I never thought in a million years, um, that my story would end. I, I really didn't. Hence me doing the podcast. You know, I didn't think it through. I didn't say, well, what happens if, you know, you guys don't make it? What happens if you guys aren't together anymore? You know, what happens then? You know, I've invested so much in this podcast. I've invested my time. I've invested my heart. I've invested my money. You know, I have built around this podcast. I have been trying to build something special for him and I podcasting is a billion dollar business and I have been trying to create a legacy for us to be able to share for our families. So outside of the love and the relationship, I was also trying to build something sustainable um, as well for when he comes home. You know, I've never had a concern of, you know, 
what is he going to do when he comes home and things like that? He's a man, you know, I trust in his ability to be able to, you know, take care of his family and do the things that he needed to do. But I also wanted to assist him in never having to go back to different lifestyles that he has had that has led him to incarceration two times. I look at him as my best friend. You know, we have been so close. Um, I have grown a lot with him. I have grown a lot within myself with him. I have felt so comfortable with this man. Like, all the weird things about me, all of the things that I just would never share with another guy, just being able to be butt-ass naked and I'm not talking about physically, just butt naked for a person. I've never experienced that before. And that is the kind of intense love that I have had with this man. Um, Being in a relationship with someone incarcerated is not easy. It's extremely hard. And I have said that so many times. But I've also talked about how to maneuver through it, you know, from my eyes, you know, how to maintain it to be healthy um, from my perspective and, and, and my experiences with, within this particular re- relationship. Um, and I have tried. I have given it 100% my best. Uh, as they say, the old college try. We are different. We come from two different walks of life, two different backgrounds, a lot of our differences have been obstacles for us. But for me, I felt like my relationship and this man and my friendship with him has always been worth it. Um, but I can't fight the inevitable. I can't fight what I am now realizing that will never change. Um, it's a hard, it's a, it's a hard reality, um, that I have been living the past couple of days. You know, this relationship started out beautiful and amazing. Um, I've never been this happy in my life with anybody. Um, our first phase of the getting to know each other, the phase of, you know, going through this relationship while COVID was in play can't do visitation, um, you know, going through the, the girlfriend, boyfriend stage, going through the fiance stage, and then going into actually taking, um, wedding vows with each other. From that day, that was my husband without paperwork, with paperwork. Um, that was my husband. And, As I said a couple of episodes ago, it's just crazy how God works. It's crazy how things happen the way they're supposed to happen. We never got around to signing the paperwork. We never got around to making it official due to a lot of technicalities, due to COVID, due to him being transferred, I think, six or seven times um, since we have been together. And I mean, that's like a, a total of of times from different jails to all the way where he is now. Um, and 
it didn't matter to me. It didn't bother me. Um, I just knew, you know, I wanted to make it official. I knew that this was something that I wanted to solidify. But these past couple of months have been extremely hard. Um, it's been hard. And I've talked about it's been hard. We have had a lot of um, bad moments. And I thought as time went on, the growing pains would help us. But it seems as if the growing pains are becoming just a little too painful. The things that we um, argue about now is mostly his past, the person that he has been in the in other relationships, um, and his insecurity from being a person who is incarcerated. Um, being with someone who is incarcerated is hard for a lot of different reasons. But one of the ones that stick out in my experience and in my situation is the insecurity. He has a past, um... And a lot of the issues within his past didn't start coming up until the past maybe year. Um, And I've tried to navigate through them. I've tried to be understanding. I've tried to be empathetic. Um, And as a woman, you know, I can admit that I've had my days where I've doubted things and I've questioned things because of who he has been in his previous relationships and the type of women that he's been in his relationships with. Mike is a man who did 15 years at the age of 16 years old, came home at 30. And when he came home, he was just all over the place. Um, His accountability and responsibility for relationships has not been what I have experienced in relationships. He has lived a, a a lifestyle of a polygamist. I guess that's the word that you want to call it, where a person is in relationships with several people and everybody is okay with it. And sometimes they all are in the relationship together. He's never been with one woman. He's never been faithful to one woman. He's been able to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it with whom he wants to do it with. And that was one of the biggest obstacles within this relationship. Um, In the beginning, I put all my cards on the table and talked about the things that I was not going to deal with and the kind of relationships that I'm used to dealing with. And I put it out there so that he could choose which way he wanted to go. I believe in choices. I don't believe in stringing people along. I don't believe in telling people what they need to hear. I believe in giving people choices to make so that when they make those choices, what's understood never has to be explained. And he chose to give this relationship a try. Um, There's been times where, you know, uh, um, last season when I talked about the betrayal, you know, when I, when, when I found messages that he accidentally, some kind of way, I got messages that he was sending to, 
one of his baby mamas or ex and different things like that. Um, and that was a hard moment for me. I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried out of anger. Um, I didn't talk to him for days. Um, and it was hard. It was hard. It was truly, truly hard because I felt betrayed. Um, we got past that. We got past that. And I want to say within the next three or four months later, um, something else came up. You know, we talked it out. We got past that. And throughout the entire relationship, I have maintained that I am not going to be with the man who wants to be with other women, nor am I going to be with the man who desires to have multiple women at the same time up under the same roof or in the same relationship. I'm not accepting that. And I've been saying it from day one. We got past that. I watched this man change for this relationship because it's something that he has wanted to do. It was never anything that I forced. Um, at the same time, I'm no dummy. I'm no fool. I know that who he was before is a possibility that he could come home and still be that same person. I've never tricked myself into thinking anything else. I've had faith. You know, I've, I've, I've trusted what we have built. Um, to the point where I just let it be what it is. Um, and I have empathized with his lifestyle. I have empathized with his thought process because of his lifestyle. And I feel like this entire relationship, I have been so empathetic of who he is, where he comes from, where his background is, the things that he's been through more than anything, more empathetic, so understanding to the point where I began to lose my voice in this relationship. Um, I can't lose my voice in this relationship. It can't be always about me being empathetic towards him. That has been a hard obstacle. But the hardest obstacle of them all is dealing with a person who's incarcerated, whose insecurities cross over into disrespect. I love this man with all my heart. I wanted to want to however you want to phrase it spend the rest of my life with him because he's my friend and we have had fun together and the good has outweighed the bad up until the past couple of months the past couple of months have been me and him arguing because of so many accusations and for a person that's incarcerated doing time and 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 having their rights as a human being stripped away and you're only a number. You're told what to do, when to do it, how to sleep, who to be your roommate, what time to eat, if you can go outside, if you can get a drink of water, if you can sit a certain type of place, what you wear. Everything is such a controlled environment. You would think that a person in those conditions wouldn't always put guilt on other people. I have been accused of cheating so many times I can't even count. If I answer my phone too late, if I answer my phone the wrong way, um, 
if I sound different, if I'm breathing different, if I had a maintenance per uh, 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 a person coming to, to to redo my bathroom, if the cable man is here, um, if I'm delivering a cake to a customer and it's a man, if I'm in a store, like I have been accused of cheating so many times. I have been accused of flirting so many times. I'm professional. I just communicate with people on a respectful level. I've never been a flirtatious personality. If you really, really know me as a person, my whole entire life, people thought I was mean. When guys have tried to talk to me, the first thing they have said to me is that I've been wanting to talk to you for so long, I thought you were mean. I am not 100% the approachable person. But when it comes to being professional, when it comes to being courteous, 100%, I was raised to be respectful with manners. But I have constantly been accused of cheating and doing something wrong. And for a person like me who takes their character very, very seriously, takes their morals very, very seriously, it is such an insult to constantly be accused of something that you're not doing. I am who I am because of me. I am not who I am to this man because of this man. I have never been a person that cheated in a relationship. I have always been an upfront person because I do not believe in playing with people's feelings. Playing with people's feelings gets you killed. It's so many TV shows and documentaries about that. Um, I walk with grace. I believe in my values and my morals. I love the person that I'm with. I don't see anybody outside of my relationship because this is the person that I'm with. And this is the person that I have wanted to spend the rest of my life with from the first day that we got into this relationship and realized how much we really loved each other and how much we wanted to build a life together. I have built an entire podcast about my relationship with this man. The whole world, the whole world listens to this podcast. And I literally mean the whole world. Every, every state and almost every country I have listeners. So the whole world knows Mike, knows Rashida, knows Wetlock, knows our relationship. And knows how serious and respectful and loving and compassionate and unconditional I have been about this relationship. But I can't take it anymore. Um, It's an insult. It's disrespectful to constantly be accused of things that you're not doing. And it's a complete turn off. Because I am so loyal to this man. I am so respectful to this man. Even at times when we have the nastiest arguments, my character has never changed. Nothing about this man has ever pushed me to the point where my character would switch up and control me. My dad always said, hurt people hurt people and he, who who angers you controls you. There's never been a time where this man could say anything to me that will push me to disrespect him in any kind of way. There's nothing on the outside of this world in real lifetime that could, that I deal with, that I would take it out on this man. 
Whatever I go through, I leave it at the front door. When I walk into my front door, this is my sanctuary. That's when all the problems sit at the front. I don't bring them into my house. And I feel the same way when it comes to him. Although he's not physically here, he's still a part of my home. So the things that I deal with on a day-to-day basis, the ups and downs, the the struggles, the 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 just everyday life in, I never bring it to him. And I don't allow the outside world to dictate how I talk to this man. Um... And I've been loving and respectful and empathetic the entire time. I've never given this man a reason to doubt me. I've never given this man a reason to even remotely think that I'm cheating on him or dealing with other people. He's given me numerous reasons. I've physically seen it with my own eyes. And yet, (laughs) I still some kind of way have forgiven and moved on. I still some kind of way have been empathetic to who he has been and the type of man that he has been and understanding that this is a whole new walk of life for him. So I've been empathetic and understanding to that. But I've never given him a reason to think otherwise. This man right now is incarcerated with somebody who has known me since I was 19 years old. 19 years old, knows everything it is about me when it comes to my lifestyle, from the clubs to everything. And this person has told this man, has has told him so many times, she's not like that. You don't have nothing to worry about. Everybody in the streets respect this girl. And the people that she's been with, it ain't a long list of people. You'll never hear anything bad about her. You'll never hear anything slick about her. A whole bunch of niggas can't get in the room and start talking about her. Like, he's had these confirmations, not just from my friend that's locked up, but from his niece, who was my best friend. And it's so insulting. It's so insulting to constantly be accused of doing something when when you're not doing it. Um, a couple of days ago, everything just went left and it, it just hit rock bottom. Um, I was accused of of you know cheating and accused of wanting to be with somebody else and just all these different type of things, and I don't even understand where this came from. You know, I know he has a lot on his plate. His niece recently died. Um, rest in peace to her. It was a horrible situation. You know, since he's been there, since I've been in a relationship with him, he's lost his niece, his nephew, uh, a best friend, another friend. You know, he's dealing with the fact of having parents that are that are a lot older and having health problems. Um, being a dad, a real dad that loves his daughters, you know, being in there and not being able to watch his children grow up or uh, be there for his oldest daughter the way he wants to. I understand the struggle that he goes through. I understand what he endures. I've endured it with him. I've been empathetic to, to every situation he's had. But I feel like all the problems of the world that he feels that is defeating him, he's 
is really taking it out on me. And I feel like I am in a boxing ring in the corner with my fist up protecting my face and just, just taking every hit, every hit, every hit, every hit. This last episode, I had to come out swinging because I got so tired of being accused of something that I'm not doing. And and the crazy part about it is when he spirals and goes to these, these places, I have gotten to the point where before it gets started, I'm like, baby, please, let's not do this. Please, let's not do this. I see it before it's coming. But this time around, it just escalated and this is where we are. And I'm going to take a break. So ladies, self-care is so important now more than ever. That's why when it comes to my skincare, I use Clean Rituals Complete Serum. The benefits are impressive. Clean Rituals keeps your skin smooth, reduces signs of aging, gives you that radiant look, most of all maintains healthy looking skin. I love this serum guys and trust me, you will too. Aging is a fact of life. Looking your age is not. Visit cleanrituals.com and start your healthy skincare now. That's K-L-E-A-N-R-I-T-U-A-L-S.com. Now back to the show. Okay, guys, I am back. I had to take a a breather for a second. Um, because this this is not this is not easy for me. Um, this this is me being vulnerable on, on a on a whole nother level. Um, and and I do want to say this. Um, as as a sidebar, I know it's a lot of people who listen to my podcast that personally know him and I. Um, I know that there are are people that he's um, been in relationship with um, that listen to this podcast, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who have been rooting for us and who have been rooting uh, against us. So, you know, this is not, this is not me, you know, trying to help make your day. (laughs) Um, This is not a celebratory moment for, you know, who has been against us um, this entire time. The love is still there. I still love him with all my heart. Um, I just feel like maybe who he is and who he has been um he just won't ever change that i don't think it's intentional i don't think he's purposely trying to hurt me or be a hurtful person i just think it's him it's a part a part of him that i never knew um, I never knew this angry side of him. I never knew this mean side of him. I never knew this verbally abusive side of him. Like, I mean, from the beginning of this podcast up until now, like I've always talked about how, you know, nice he is and how sweet he is and how loving he is. Um, and now I'm getting the other side of him and the other side of him is coming out in ways that I just can't understand. You know, I have not done anything to this man. I haven't done anything to disrespect our relationship. And, um, you know, (laughs) but this is where we are. Um, 
in the past couple of days, you know, my thoughts have been all over the place. I, I even, you know, at one point felt like, well, maybe he's trying to get it out. You know, maybe he's kicking up these arguments and making these things up because maybe this is what he wants to do. You know, I've thought about that. I've thought about so many different things and um, it hasn't been healthy thinking. It hasn't been healthy thinking. I never wanted to be in an unhappy relationship. I never wanted to be in a toxic relationship. Um, but these past couple of, of, of um, disagreements and arguments have become extremely, extremely toxic. And I don't want to look at him in this way. Like, I don't want to hate this man. I don't want to just like fully like, you know, just. I didn't want him to be that person. I always wanted him to be my person. So it is very hurtful um, that we have gotten to this point. And it feels different. It feels different. We've gotten into arguments. We've had disagreements. We've had ups and downs. But this one feels different. This one actually feels like the end. Um, and I tossed and turned about it last night because I don't see how to get out of this. <laughs> I don't see how we move past this. Um, he's very adamant in his accusations towards me. Um, he's very adamant that, you know, I, I'm choosing to not be in a relationship because I want to be with somebody else. You know, he's very adamant that, you know, that particular day that I was doing something and, and guys, I will be honest with you. That couldn't be far from the truth. I missed the man phone call. I don't even know. I tried to answer the phone, but the, 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 the phone dropped or whatever. Um, and as soon as, you know, I talk back to him, you know, I'm thinking everything is okay, you know, and he's blankly accusing me. I hung up the phone um, because I was doing something and, you know, like, and then it became interrogation. It became torture. It became him like grilling me um, as to trying to prove to him that I'm not doing anything. And when I did not want to go through all of that, I just snapped. Because you're trying to make me guilty in something that I'm not doing. And, and then you want me to prove it to you. And I felt like as a grown-ass woman, as an adult, I am not his child. I shouldn't be chastised like that. I shouldn't be made to prove something to someone when I have nothing to hide and nothing to prove. Um, And he did not like that. He did not like that because he has been able to control all of his relationships. This he's been able to control all his different all his relationships because he's been able to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it and to whom he wants to do it with. And every woman in his life has accepted that every woman in his life has accepted that. So it makes it hard for me to be with a person who nobody has said no to who he has controlled their every movement. So when I buck on the system, so to speak, or when I'm telling him no, it turns into something else. My dad raised me to be an independent woman. I have always taken care of myself, um, no matter what relationship I was in, not even no matter what my family um, background is. I have always been able to take care of myself. And I feel like as an independent woman, 
I don't have to prove anything to anybody because I take care of myself. I would never put myself in a predicament where I am fully being taken care of someone so that they can control me. That's never been me. I wasn't raised that way and I could never conform into that. That's why I believe in the truth. That's why I dwell in the truth because the truth cannot do anything to me. It can't punish me. It can't take anything away from me. It can't stop my lifestyle. It can't stop the way I move. So I believe in the truth because the truth cannot hurt me. I'm an individual person with my own human rights and I stand on that and I believe in that. I'm not the type of woman that wants to go through your phone. I don't want you going through my phone. Um, I don't feel like when I go somewhere, I have to check in with you and say, hey, I'm about to do this. Hey, I'm about to do that because I don't expect that from another human being. I'm not in prison. I'm not an inmate, you know? And so sometimes I think because of his conditioning, like he thinks that way on top of, the relationships that he's been in. I secretly deep down in my heart despise every woman that he's been in because they have conditioned this man to be this way. So for a woman like me coming into his life, it's just a constant battle because these women just dealt with whatever he wanted to deal with. And I despise it. I despise it. I despise the weak backbone. I despise nobody telling him no. I despise people going along with being with other women because this is what he wanted to do. I despise it. I despise it because he actually is a good person. Jail has ruined him. Those type of relationships and those type of women have ruined him. And at this point, I feel like that's really what would make him happy. I feel like those relationships, those people, and the way that he's lived his life is really what makes him happy. I have gotten to the point in the past couple of days where I realized I can't make the man that I love that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with happy. I can't. I can't. His insecurity, his insecurities and his past and... um. Um, 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 I can't even think of the word right now. Um, oh my goodness. What's the word guys? Um, I can't even think institutionalized all these things. Um, is, is, is who he is, is who he is and it's who he's always going to be. Um, and it's hurtful. It's hurtful because I see beyond that. I see, things in him that he doesn't even see in himself. You know, I have tried so hard to, to to walk this walk with this man every step of the way. I really have, you know, I put everything, you know, as far as my emotions into it, my heart into it. I've been 100% with this man the entire way. I have put my personal feelings aside, even when it comes to, you know, his children, because I want him to see his kids. I want him to be able to, to have that, you know, I'm a daddy's girl. I will fight tooth and nail about that particular subject any day of the week. You know, I have tried to be the bigger woman in this situation when I have been totally disrespected by the women in his life. I have tried to stand up because I'm a different type of female. I'm not a weak ass female. You're not going to handle me any kind of way and you're not going to disrespect me. Period. Point blank. I'm going to stand on that. 
But when it comes to having his back or anybody's back that I know that I love, I'm riding with you, I'm rocking with you to the wheels fall off. I am extremely protective. So when he does have those moments of weakness, when he is feeling some type of way, when he is feeling defeated, when he is feeling that he's being disrespected when it comes to his children or whatever it is, I ride for him. I put my personal feelings to the side and I put my friend hat on and I ride for him. But I cannot be his punching bag. I cannot be the person that he takes all of the worldly things out on. And I cannot be the person that continuously sits by and be accused of things that I'm not even doing. Two of my pet peeves in life is to be called a liar and to be told that I have done something knowing that I have not done it. I hate that. I always have. And I'm going to fight tooth and nail about it. You can't you can't accuse me of doing something that I didn't do. And I'm supposed to just go quietly in the night like everything is okay. I'm not that type of personality. Because I have no purpose in life to lie about anything. I love this man. I have loved this man this entire time. I would never do anything to jeopardize my relationship or hurt him. I have a past too. Let's be clear. I have a past. I have people in my life that have been in my life, have been good to me in my life. I have people in my life that I've dealt with for damn near half my life. There are plenty of temptations out here in the world, but not one of those temptations have ever been worth it to me to go against my relationship. That's why this hurts so bad. That's why this hurts so bad. Nothing and nobody has been worth me risking losing it all when it comes to me and him. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what happened. My relationship has ended because I have been accused of doing something that I have not done when I would never, ever do it. Something so simple, so small that does that should not even matter is what has killed everything for us. The insecurity. Um, and just... For all of you women out there who are in relationships with people who are incarcerated, I want you to understand this. I still maintain, I still maintain the root of why I started this podcast. I still maintain that there are successful stories that come out of this. I still maintain, you know, having a healthy relationship with someone incarcerated. I still maintain that there are roller coasters, you know, that you will be on, but you have to communicate, you know, you have to find positive reinforcements to make this relationship work. You know, I maintain that there are good men behind those walls. Everybody's not a user. Everybody's not a liar. Everybody's not just trying to trick you, you know, until they come home and, you know, go back to whoever they was with or, or, or whoever they're dealing with. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to bash a prison relationship. I based my podcast on the positivity of a prison relationship. And I still hold that. Unfortunately, my story is ending and I do not know where to go from here. I don't know how to get on here once a week um, and talk about 
talk about a prison relationship that I don't have anymore. Um, I don't know like where this podcast will go. I don't know. Do I continue to talk about my healing and my moving on? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here and I don't know how to get on here and be fake and, you know, act as if everything is okay and everything is all right. You know, I'm not trying to put him on blast. I'm not trying to blow up, you know, everything that we have um, shared and I'm I'm not trying to do that. But this has been my journey and this has been my truth. And I have always been 100% authentic and organic when I have communicated with all of you. Um, And so I'm stuck. I'm stuck. When I made the post this morning, I'm like, I don't know where to go from here. I don't know how to continue on with with the next season, with season four, with season five. Um, What do I talk about? What do I talk about? I have invested so much um, into this journey. I, I don't know where to go from here. So to answer all the questions of why am I ending the podcast and things like that, I don't want to. I wish I could still stay on this journey. I wish that, you know, I could come back next week and say, you know, we're working it out. We're figuring it out. But I don't think that this will ever change. I don't think this man will ever just not be him. He won't. He's just not. He will always be who he is. And that mean side, um, that, that, that disrespectful side, you know, that side of him when he gets angry and things like that. Like, I'm not used to that. I'm not used to that. I didn't grow up around that. I don't see my brother treat his wife like that. I've never had a man treat me like that. I've had a whole, I've had a very horrible relationship in the past and I promised myself that I would never be with anybody that made me feel like that guy made me feel. Um so all it took was for one time for me to endure that type of relationship for me to know like I don't want that. I love Mike to death. It's nothing that I would not do for him, but I cannot take, um, I can't take it anymore. You know, I just can't take it anymore. Like I, 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 I have been ready to do this time with him and be there with him and endure what he needed to endure, support him in every type of way, build with him while he's in there, build with him while he comes home. But the character assassination, the accusations, it hurts too much. You know, I can't keep fighting this man on things that not that are not even real. And I don't know how to brush it off and act like, oh, you know, he's just tripping, we'll be okay, because it, it gets taken way too far. It gets taken extremely, extremely too far. Um I did not know that this man's mouth was so reckless like this. I didn't know. I didn't know that side of him. Um, and it's not a nice side and I don't deserve that. You know, I don't deserve that. Yes. I do understand what you going through incarcerated. Yes. I do understand all of those things, but I am not the enemy. I am not this man's enemy. So, um, I just want to thank you guys, you know, for being on this journey with me. I I'm, I'm pushing through this episode. Like I promise you, I really, really am like, this is hard for me to talk about, um, 
I'm sitting in my room right now and I have all these pictures, um, you know, pictures of him on my mantle. And, you know, it's just so many things that's surrounding me right now when it comes to this love and this relationship that is just so overwhelming. Um, but I appreciate you guys being on this journey. And I, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that if I didn't do anything else um, with this time is that I help other people out there. You know, I help people understand what it's like to be in these shoes, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. You know, I, I hope that some of my funny stories have made you laugh in times where maybe you was feeling just like this, you know, not really knowing where to go, what to do. How is this going to turn out? Um, these relationships are extremely hard, especially due to the fact of them being incarcerated and all of the things that come with incarceration. It's a lot of baggage. Um, on top of the personal baggage as well, you know, your baggage, his baggage. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know, guys, I don't know. Um, I just want to speak love into all of you guys, you know, positivity into all of you guys. Um, you know, just keep going, you know, keep communicating, keep finding ways of, of, of maintaining your relationship, um, in, in a healthy manner. All I can say is when it gets unhealthy, you have to do what you have to do. You have to look out for you. And, um, I feel like at this point, I don't have a choice. Um, even now, like he's still adamant, you know, his, there is not an apology for accusing me of anything or just, you know, going all the way left with it. There, there's, there's none of that. I mean, he's very, um, He's very steadfast that this is what's going on and that I've made this choice because I want to be with someone else. And um, that's what it is. So it's hurtful. It's hurtful that, you know, my story has ended because of something that that's not real and there's no truth to it. There's no validity to it. There's nothing to it. Um. I do not have a need or a want to be with absolutely anybody. And, you know, it just is what it is. Or, you know, maybe this was his way of moving on. I do not know. But what I do know is that I have loved this journey that I've been on. I don't regret it. I don't regret I don't regret the love. It's been an amazing feeling. I, I cannot front. I mean, the smiles that this man has given me, the laughter that this man has given me, the embraces that this man has given me, I don't regret them. I don't regret the love at all. I really, really don't. Um, I don't regret the experience at all. It's taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about myself. It's taught me a lot about unconditional love. Um, and it's taught me just about the prison system as well. You know, the things that people go through who are incarcerated on a mental and an emotional level. Um, it's taught me a lot, you know, I've grown from it. I definitely have grown from it and I appreciate you guys. I know I keep saying that I'm probably stumbling over words right now because I'm, I'm, I'm literally in a moment like this is, this is raw and uncut. This is my truth. This is me telling my truth in the actual moment. I, I haven't thought it out. I haven't written it out. This is exactly what I feel. So, um, I just ask that you pray for him, you know, pray for his family, pray for his children. 
um continue to pray that he gets through the things that he needs to get through to to come out on the other side um he has endured a lot since he's been incarcerated you know with losing family members and you know the the father side of him has been a struggle so despite everything that we have gone through and that we are going through you know please continue to pray for him um I ask that you keep me in your prayers as well because this is hard. This is hard. This is not going to be a a a easy um situation for me. Um I had no other plan. Like I promise you I had no other plan. This story was not supposed to end. Um you guys were supposed to be on this journey with me for the next 2, 3, 4, 5 years or however long this was going to grow and build. Um, I was so excited to share our love with the world. Um, but I guess God had other plans. So, um, I just ask that you, you know, stay safe, stay strong. Um, I will finish out this season. I don't know what I will be talking about. Um, I guess it would just be how I'm going to move forward. Um, I don't know what to do with this podcast at this moment, but when I'm, in a different headspace, you know, maybe something will come to mind. Um, but as for far as the future for us, I don't know. I really, really don't know. It's a scary feeling. It's definitely a scary feeling. Um, and as I said before, for those out there who rooted against us, you know, who didn't want to see us win or didn't want to see us happy, or for those that, you know, walk around with this, this, the, the jealousy of the relationship or, you know, you know, maybe because of things that he's done to other people, you know, just the karma and things like that. You know, this is not a celebratory situation because the love has not changed. The The way I feel about this man has not changed. The way he feel about me, I'm sure, has not changed. Um, So there is nothing to celebrate. There is nothing to feel like, oh, you know, yes, it's over or, you know, I'm glad they didn't make it or I knew they wasn't going to make it. Um, We made it because we got the whole world listening. You know, um, the whole world knows our story, no matter how it ended, you know, it's still a, a 100% win on that end. So, you know, and I just wanted to say that out there to so many of the naysayers, cause I get negativity too. I get negativity. I hear negativity and things like that. Um, but I'm a strong woman. I know I'm gonna get through it. I know I'm gonna get through it. I know that I will be okay, um, through it all, but this is not a light situation. You know, this is not a light situation. This, this, this was my person. This was my person. So, um, yeah. Um, but I just thank you guys. I thank you guys so much for, um, for listening, for subscribing, for tuning in, man, this podcast has grown so much in, in ways that I didn't think it was going to grow. Like I'm so close to 10,000, um, plays and I have so many subscribers now. And I never thought that this would be something that would turn into such an amazing thing, such an amazing platform. And I appreciate you guys so much for just being on this journey with me and pulling people along the way as well. Um, the support has been phenomenal and, um, thank you. Just thank you. Just as simple as that. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, that is going to conclude, um, the topic of the day for 
this episode, episode 13, um, season three, guys, season three, um, seven more, uh, episodes to go. I don't know how I'm going to do those episodes. I don't even know if I'm going to drop them weekly. I, I really don't know what these last seven episodes will be. But just hang in there with me, guys. You know, I'm going to do my best to bring you what I need to bring you. But this has been a diary. <laughs> this has been a definite diary um, of my love to the world, you know, of this relationship to the world. And I don't regret it. I don't regret it. So, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Now it's time to jump into our shout outs. want to shout all of you guys out for um all of the love and support that you've given this podcast all the listeners and subscribers um shout out to all of you for being on this journey with me i have appreciated every every inch every mile every left every right that i have been on with you guys i appreciate it so much um this has been an amazing journey, as I said before, and I just want to shout all of you out from every state, every city, every country that listens to Wetlock Chronicles podcast. Like, thank you so much. Um, prior to um, everything going left within my relationship, um, I, when I was doing a treatment for the podcast for this episode, I was asking him, like, you know, who do you want to shout out this time? And surprisingly, ironically, um, the first thing he said was he wanted to shout out all the wonderful wives that deal with their insane men behind bars. And I just kind of thought that was ironic due to where we are today. Um, he also said he wanted to shout out the men, um, the incarcerated men who deal with their crazy wives. Um, and... I definitely want to take the time to shout out to my best friend for, first of all, um, adding to the the episodes. She has been the one who's helped me do the Her Story uh, segments, and I appreciate I appreciate her for that. Because sometimes my mind just be with so much stuff going on during a treatment. Um, I, I turn to her and ask her, you know, find me somebody to do her story on. You know, I, I have a list of people, but I went through my first list. So, you know, I was working on some other people and um, she brought me some very, very good, good, good people to do her story on. So I wanted to shout her out for that. Um, I also wanted to shout her out because she's really been a, a, a anchor um for me within this relationship you know due to her being my best friend and also due to her being um his niece and um I just really really appreciate her because outside of all the things that she has gone through you know 
everybody has stuff on their plate. Everybody goes through things, but she has taken the time out to help navigate my relationship and the things that we go through. You know, she's been the one that both of us have turned to when things have gone left or, you know, when we need advice or we need somebody to talk to, you know, because of things that have been going on within our relationship. So I really, really appreciate her because like I said, we all have things that we go through um, that we deal with and to put your stuff to the side and to try to help someone else is is big to me I have done it a million times I too wear those shoes so I know what that feels like and by me knowing what that feels like I definitely definitely um want to send so much love and appreciation for her just being her and being there for us um I just hate that things had to go, you know, had to go this way. So just a major shout out to her for just being there for um for me, you know, during this time. Um I told myself this morning when I woke up, I was like, I'm just gonna fall back. Um normally when you go through these, you know, you you have your girlfriends and your best friend that try to, you know, try to get you through these moments, you know, try to talk it out with you, you know, sit on the sofa, have your drinks, you know, have your crying sessions. But this morning when I woke up, I just said I was going to try to deal with it on my own because I feel like I, my relationship has been a burden, so to speak, um, for her a lot of times. And I do feel like, you know, having things, you know, your own personal things going on. I, I don't, I didn't, I don't want to smother her with my problems and, and this relationship. Um, so just me trying to, you know, be empathetic towards that situation and me trying to be understanding as to other people's space and other people's lives. I kind of just decided I'm just going to try to deal with it on my own, um, work it out the best way I can. I don't want to bother anybody. Oh my God, I'm trying not to um, tear up, but I'm going to work it out. (laughs) I'm going to work it out. I'm going to figure it out. However I need to, um, more than anything, I know I have God and it's nothing that I can't go through. Um, as long as I have God on my side. So yeah, um, I just want to shout out again, her and everybody out there who's listening. Thank you so much again for tuning in and subscribing and, um, passing the word on, you know, I, I appreciate you guys so much. Like I said, I was just a girl with a thought process of trying to tell my story to try to help other women who are going through these same things, you know, Um, I dealt with a lot of the prison situation with my dad as well. So I just wanted to be a voice and I really, really hope I accomplished that for you guys. So thank you again, um, for tuning in and joining me on today's episode. This is episode 13 of season three. Having a spouse incarcerated isn't easy. You go through a lot emotionally, mentally, and it can become a financial burden as well. Fed Up Wives is my nonprofit organization that's set to help wives and families of federal incarcerated inmates. We provide counseling, emotional support, and financial assistance for inmate phone calls, postal correspondence, visitation expenses, and back-to-school assistance. To contact us, 
Email fedupwives.org at gmail.com or call 404-543-8688. Now back to the show. To follow this show's social media, follow Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and TikTok under Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Twitter is Wetlock Chronicles. YouTube, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. For merch, make sure to visit wetlockchroniclespodcast.com. And for my personal blog, wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog, my personal Instagram and TikTok, Rashida the Brand, and my Instagram subscription channel is the exclusive brand. Okay, for the update, guys, I don't even know. (laughs) Should I update? Should I not update? Um, The new contact email, um, as I told you last week, is Rashida at wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog. I have some amazing new merch that I'm going to add onto the wetlockchroniclespodcast.com website. Um, New cups new um coffee mugs new new um tumbler cups i guess that's what you call them the mouse pads for your laptops tote bags just different things like that that i had been working on and i was so excited to um bring it to the the website and and i i still am i mean i have inventory so i'm still going to um put it on the website so make sure you guys check it out just give me a few days um, to get it together so I can go ahead and upload everything. I, it's a lot that I need to do um, it, within the process um, still. So just everything will be on there next week. Um, also, if you guys de- don't didn't remember, um, I am an ordained minister. I do um, perform different services like weddings. And so if you guys are deciding to do your nuptials with your incarcerated loved one, um, look me up, look me up. And, um, to do that, you can email me at Rashida at wetlock chronicles podcast.blog or wetlock chronicles podcast at gmail.com. But if you want to get a list of the services and the different religions and and the time, um, the experience of time and things like that, just go to getordained.org. Look for find a minister tab. When you click on that tab, make sure you search for Georgia. And I think I'm the first person that pops up. Um, You can look at my profile on there. It tells you how many years of experience I have. It tells you the services, um, the base rate of the services, um, my travel mileage and just different things like that. So if you're interested, you know, if you're want, if you want to take that major, major leap, you know, I definitely, definitely um, can help you out with that, you know, perform those services. Um, that's something that I really was excited to, to accomplish as well. You know, I believe in love. I'm a hopeless romantic. I believe in love. I believe in helping to create, um, beautiful, beautiful unions. Um, so yeah, just check, uh, getordained.org. Look me up. If you have any questions about it, you can email me at both the emails that I gave you earlier. Um, also I want to, um, I want to give you my bakery 
Instagram. I'm Atlanta based. I do deliver in surrounding cities around Atlanta. Um, it's caked, C-A-K-E-D by Rashida. Um, it has uh, all my cakes on there. You know, I do custom cakes. I do regular cakes. I do all kinds of different desserts and different things like that. So follow me on Instagram on Cake by Rashida. Like I said, I do deliver. I am Atlanta based. I do, um, you know, accommodate people in, in, in cities around Atlanta. And, you know, from what I've heard, I have some really, really amazing and good cakes. So I definitely stand on that. My reputation stands on that. So make sure you guys follow me on Cake by Rashida on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, If you would like to donate or support this podcast, you can cash out Wetlock Chronicles um, on, yeah, Wetlock Chronicles is the is the cash app name. Hell, if you want to send me some money to go get a drink <laughs> right now, it's definitely needed. But um, yes, um, seriously, but if you want to donate and support the podcast, it's um, the cash app is Wetlock Chronicles. Most importantly, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Um, it's very, very important to all podcasts out there. Um, we love the ratings. We love the reviews. Um, one star, five stars. You know, I take constructive criticism. I'm not, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I don't shy away from it. As long as it's respectful and not messy, you know, I'm 100% with it. And, um... That is all that I have right now on the updates, guys. Like I said, I don't know where to go from here with the podcast. I'm 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 struggling in that thought process right now. Everything about this podcast was about this this amazing love story and um I don't know how to get on here and not feel some type of way right now. Um, you know, the overwhelming of sadness and and just disappointment and confusion. So just bear with me as I try to get through this. Um, but as of right now, I'm going to finish out this this season, but I do not know after that what is going to happen. And I do apologize. I sincerely my heart really uh, hurts because I have gotten so many different messages from some of you ladies out there. You know, we laugh about our situations and we tell, swap stories and things like that. So trust me when I tell you I'm not doing this. You know, this is not light for me at all. This is not light for me. So um, just bear with me, you know, keep listening, keep replaying, keep, you know, going back, telling people about it, you know, um, and just keep going, you know, just keep going, keep loving, you know, your men loving, loving, um, and supporting them the best way that you can. Um, it takes a strong woman to navigate through this. I will say that. Um, but that is all guys I have on the updates again. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I wish all of you a very prosperous and, and healthy day on purpose today. Um, and I appreciate you guys so much. It's been a vibe. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test what they implies. I've been for the long run, nobody's ever lied. If you want to run, just tell me now, Bunny and Clyde. Fell in love with your first impression and
ain't no friend with you No, we picture perfect, uh Say that it ain't worth it, but it's working for us Fuck what they be talking about Not knowing what I mind about Sunset, set the mood with you Ain't tryna bond out It's whatever space between the two But long as we together Make it through the struggle See the day when we both shine forever Since when we begin, it feel like you really made it It's been a vibe Fell in love with your first impression And I can't lie Pass with flying colors